0: to pilots with Shmee and Riker. I'm Riker and I'm Shmee. And we are just a couple of nerds who watch entirely too much TV and didn't want all that training and hard work and focus and practice to go to waste. So, we made a podcast about it.
1: Each week we watch and review the pilot episode of shows that made it to series on the merits of the pilot as a standalone episode and give it a pass or fail grade as successful or unsuccessful. A successful pilot is one that immediately leaves you wanting to come back for more. And an unsuccessful pilot, well, if you've ever tried to get a friend to binge one of your favorite shows but need to qualify it first with give it a few episodes before you're hooked, probably a good example of an unsuccessful pilot.
0: We try to keep our scoring objective, so we analyze what makes a successful pilot, and boiled it down to four essential criteria. Does it clearly establish the genre? How well does it introduce the main characters? Is the overarching plot clearly defined? And does it end with a hook that makes us want to come back for more? Now, our scoring might be objective, but we are not. After all, we are opinionated nerds bullshitting about our favorite TV shows and the shows that we love to
1: hate. Maybe you agree with us. Maybe you think we're way off base. Turns out that discussion is exactly what we're here for. So please tell us all about it in the comments. This is Pilots.
0: Ding dong, ding dong. Dun, 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 dun. That's our new theme music that you'll be hearing weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're still working on our uh, openers. Okay, so we just watched Fleabag on... Where can you find the show, Shmi?
1: Amazon Prime.
0: Amazon Prime. Ah, that's why I've never heard of it.
1: Yeah, it's really... You need Amazon Prime. There are a handful of them that are just so good, and I know you said you won't do Marvelous Mrs. Maisel for reasons we discussed, but... I didn't say
0: that I won't do it. I'm just not, not excited, excited about, about it. About mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because there's too much... In the family dynamic, I understand that reminds me of my own in a way that troubles me. Um, so but they
1: I, also have the newsroom.
0: I st- The newsroom?
1: Which with, is um, Aaron Sorkin's, you know, it's basically yeah, like the West Wing. I'm watching League. that on HBO. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I started
0: it. I don't know. They pulled their punches a little bit right at the beginning. When yeah. When he wasn't willing to commit to his meltdown that he had on mm-hmm. TV. Not on TV, but at that yeah, yeah, yeah. forum that he was in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought, "Mm, this just feels old already. Like, it was basically, this doesn't feel like peak TV. There's not enough conflict between the characters.
1: (laughs) That's fair. They don't hate
0: each other enough and have dark, seedy, malevolent motivations.
1: And I think that's that's kind of an Aaron Sorkin thing. Because the thing I liked about both that and the West Wing is that you kind of walk away from it feeling that everyone in that position was trying to do the best that they could and that they had a genuine love for the job and that they really, you know... That they're all kind of good guys. And it leaves you with a warm feeling.
0: So Martin Sheen's character, President Bartlett.
1: Jed Bartlett.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. President Bartlett, Mm -hmm. that just came back to me, Mm -hmm. um, was the 43rd president, and Frank Underwood was the 45th. And I don't see (laughs) (laughs) how that reality could have spun into the obviously more realistic, hyper-realistic reality in which uh, Frank Underwood could... You know, be a thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One is definitely like uh, West Wing's more the ideal world, whereas um, House of Cards, I'm worried, is maybe a bit more, a bit closer to the truth. I hope not. I hope that that's really just like the, <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> the opposite side where it just demonizes politics. But- I think
0: the motivations are that devious in mm-hmm. real life, but I think the process is, is actually as bloated as you think it is. Yeah. Like like conspiracies would be much harder And, you know, any given day, either party is coming up with their own conspiracy theories and pointing their finger at the other one saying, can you believe those morons believe in that? Uh, And I and I just don't see how once you actually watch the process play out, it's like, man, this is exhausting and convoluted. And like, there's no way that these conspiracies could really be happening on a broad scale because nothing moves so in house of cards it's like too easy to manipulate the system Mm -hmm. it's like no i think it'd be way more bloated than that
1: yeah it seems like it would be
0: yeah i don't know about and west wing the show is all policy like it was Mm -hmm. eight years of discussing policy so it's like no it's it's this devious as in house of cards and this bloated as in west wing so if you cross those somewhere it's probably reality yeah but who knows
1: Anyway, Fleabag, though, is (laughs) another great one on Amazon Video, which you were very reluctant to do because we knew it was going to be a UK, a British comedy, which they're kind of all over the place. Like, you can't really necessarily put that as a genre, I think.
0: I think you're right. Now and then people say, and whenever they say this, it's never been good news. Yeah. When they say... I love British comedy. And I go, oh, fingers in my ears, la, mm-hmm. la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, about to start down a thought tunnel that I don't want to tangle with. I'm going to relate to this, not at all. I'm going to offer nothing to the conversation. I'm going to nod and go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, you're going to think I'm rude by the end. Yeah. Like, i just not interested because every time somebody pushes it on me, except for you, I'll give you that as one exception. <laughs>
2: Thanks.
0: Like, even <laughs> even The Office, which we discussed last week, I think. Um, yeah. Like, you even look look at that in the original, and it's the same show. As mm-hmm. as the American uh, pilot. But if I hadn't seen the American pilot, I'd have no idea what was going on in the office. Yeah, we would have no context office. for it. No, and I can't understand it. Yeah. When when Eddie Gervais <laughs> gets going, like when he's performing for a UK audience and not an American audience. He's really UK-y, you know? and It's like, I don't, I don't understand a word of that. Someone like that? It's like, I don't know. I don't know what he said.
1: Subtitle. Closed captioning is my friend, for sure.
0: That's probably true. So, anyway, this is this is <laughs> not... And, you know, you made me watch the IT crowd. Um, and I loved it. Uh, so, I was wrong on that occasion. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it was... Uh, it didn't feel sitcom Like, it didn't yeah. feel... It felt like... It was an attractive show to look at. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it felt like a modern show. And it was a very... Uh, well, this is leading us into the genre. Genre. Exactly. Our first our first category that we score on. Does it establish the genre or conventions God. of the show? Um, I thought that was clear. In the first moment in the show, mm-hmm. she turns to the camera, says, I'm about to have sex on this one night stand, basically. Yeah. And what's a pretty funny monologue that mm-hmm. we catch the next part after some standard bouncing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then I realize that he's working his way toward my arse. Uh, but you know, we drove all the way here, so you let him, (laughs) And, uh, and we go through this bit and I think it sets the, it, it sets your suspension of disbelief right where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be sort of a, oh, it's going to be darkly comedic, but in a, in a more real world sense of, you know, dark. So we're going to deal with some some real world themes. Uh, and it's going to be, I think Seinfeldian in it's, the characters are sort of irredeemable. Yeah. Um, and like they analyze ourselves in our most shallow. Yeah. So that's accurate. Yeah. And then it's going to be a character study of this character that we just know as Fleetback at Mm -hmm. this point in time, main character. We don't have her name. um,
1: who is very bunchy by the way. Like just the, Rebecca Bunchy. Yeah, the Rebecca Bunchy. Like just yeah. kind of the the way that they're carrying it's a very serious so, tone, but it's they're 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 conveying it through comedy anyways.
0: And they're you like them even though they're unbearably selfish and oh, self centered.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like you know that they're not, you know no, they, Miss America, they're yeah. not
0: They don't care if it hurts somebody else mm-hmm. so long as it validates their feelings in the moment basically yeah um so it seems to be through those conventions the mm-hmm. storytelling conventions looking at the camera and whatnot like i said where, where that the establishes our um suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. for the storytelling method and then it's going to be a character study of this person yeah. who's uh got some baggage <laughs> yeah
1: and definitely. That's,
0: to me that's the genre
1: yeah absolutely i would say that nails it cool um dramedy i think is like the technical definition of what this is totally absolutely um and something else i kind of noticed i didn't notice the first time around but they really weave in flashbacks i think well like they intercut that in with the her narrating to the camera like leaning on that fourth wall
0: uh i agree with the breaking
1: the fourth wall not leaning on yeah
0: well it's. One way of breaking through it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Leaning it. <laughs> sure.
0: it so hard, it started to crack. <laughs>
1: that's why I stopped leaning on a lot of things.
0: <laughs> the Yeah, the show's very self-aware. I think that's it. Like Since it is talking directly mm-hmm. to the audience, it makes it very accessible to the audience. And it's uh, use of flashbacks. It's use of how it's conveying information in a quirky way mm-hmm. and telling you... That it's conveying information in a quirky way. My the flashback that comes to mind, and, and probably maybe my favorite flashback, if I'm thinking about it right now, is the because uh, she's got her business, her cafe, which mm-hmm. is struggling because her business partner committed suicidish, accidentally, yeah, on purpose. Uh, when she cuts to how's the coffee shop, the guy who, hey, can I get you anything? Oh no! I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> and then proceeds to plug in all of his gadgets,
1: including a thing that allows him to plug in uh, even yeah, more gadgets. Yeah,
0: an adapter for multi plugs. That's After, the part
1: where it's like the douchebag move. <laughs> yeah, and it's in
0: real time, so it's super drawn out and boring. And I thought quite hilarious. And in what you know what we're observing here. Mm-hmm. Are you sure I can't get you anything? And uh, and it's it's very modern. The show's very modern, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a show that. Both, it won't age well at all, but mm-hmm. it'll be, like, down the line, it'll be a great piece of history that'll help inform future generations of how we were...
1: Yeah, it'll be a period piece almost. Exa- exactly. For right now.
0: Right. <laughs> like, it'll be important. Like, the use of technology in the show, like, that mm-hmm. will date itself. So Absolutely. it's very, like, here's, you know, show similar shows that come to mind, and I'm not that familiar with them, uh, so maybe it's not correct, but um, You're the Worst on... I think that was an AMC show. I haven't seen that one. That would probably be worth a review. but
1: That sounds fun. It sounds appealing just by the yeah. name. <laughs> well, they
0: branded it as, here's a modern day romance. Like, it's okay. just a romance, and it's a one-night stand that turns into Friends with Benefits. That, you know, is it a love story? Is it not? Is it Like, isn't that what we're living with today? Yeah. I think that was sort of its point. So, yeah. I feel like this show is much the same. Like, here is... Uh, a, a sliver of humanity at this era in time coping with first world problems. Yeah. Um, which is just to say that the genre, I think, was, was clearly explored um, and it was successful in that way. I'm losing track of what I was saying, obviously. <laughs> 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 but no, I like that very much. So um, I think this was... In our four categories, judging the pilot alone, this was the most successful area of the show.
1: the genre. mm mm-hmm. Cool.
0: because it was it it was so unique. It had a singular voice.-hmm
1: Absolutely. like it it very much guided your train of thought, mm-hmm. which I liked. Um, cool. Are we okay to move on to characters? I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, flea bag. Which I think it's very interesting. that like, we don't get a name for her; she's just flea bag. And a lot of the characters we aren't we aren't getting names. Um, we actually looked up the guy that she met on the bus, who is very aptly just what is it? Bus rodent. Bus rodent. Ro- bus rodent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very apt.
0: With the rabbit teeth.
1: Which they have to be dentures. Like they cannot be real teeth. There's well, I'm no sure way. he's
0: listening right now <laughs> and so i feel bad whatever the answer is i feel bad there's no way there because is teeth. his teeth are obviously so huge i have na- a neighbor is my worst neighbor that i have it was just horrible to me when i did something she wasn't happy about <laughs> yeah. and now her rabbits just live in my backyard which i actually super don't mind and i think they're kind of fun to see when i show up at home and i think they're kind of adorable in their own way and fat they're so fat Mm -hmm. like those are some good meat eating rabbits that she should really be looking out for because i really don't (laughs) like her um (laughs) she was just horrible to me the first time i met her and i look at her rabbits (laughs) that just live in my yard and i think so who's the shittier neighbor seriously who is the shittier neighbor that's here yeah
1: she's like two buildings down (laughs) watch out lady you're rabbits I want a rabbit. You should just catch one for me. <laughs> I no
0: need. They're just here. They live at my house now. So anyway, I'm looking at his teeth and I'm thinking of those rabbits in my yard thinking, wow, those are much like, because I haven't been up close and personal with rabbits since I was a kid. And I'm thinking, man, those are muchly like those rabbits' mouths. Like that looks like a rabbit yeah. face. And I'm thinking no teeth are really that big. Like that's got to no be He's playing a beleaguered character with these teeth inserts. Either way, like, I feel bad for the guy. I know he's listening because we have millions and millions of listeners. And I, uh, I you know, whatever the answer is, he's I'm sure he's a swell guy. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Let's <laughs> uh, well, make anyway, no feelings.
2: <laughs> you got, <laughs> got
0: flea bag. You got rabbit teeth. Uh, the guy on the bus that asks her out. And mm-hmm. um, she's he's a nice guy and a goofball and or maybe he's not nice he says some horrible things
1: he's I couldn't is a tell very about awkward character the whole um i'll treat you like a nasty bitch or whatever it was right. and then he tells her no i was, I just, was just kidding with you i was just like that was so uncomfortable yeah. i wanted to crawl out of my skin <laughs> i was just like oh my god yeah
0: i took it as a guy who just has a hard time talking to girls
1: <laughs> i think so like
0: he's doing his best and she was vicious to him because he was a loser
1: but isn't
0: he? <laughs> no, yeah, he is. But is that why she was vicious to him when she says you're pathetic? It was just because he's a loser, right?
1: Oh, I don't remember when she says you're pathetic.
0: It's when he says, let's get some cocky tails. <laughs>
1: oh, I don't know. if she, Did she say it to us or did she say it to him? I don't know. That was okay, actually a, a repeated
0: it. problem that I didn't know if she was talking to us. If you see him. the eye
1: contact, she'll make eye contact with us and usually make kind of like a oh, face. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> she makes like a very specific facial expression oh, and then she'll look at
0: us. If you wonder if she's talking to us, she's probably not. Yeah. Because it's really obvious when she is. She
1: is pretty obvious. Yeah. It's kind of okay. like Frank Underwood. It is pretty obvious. Like sometimes Frank will look at us and we're kind of wondering if he's looking at us. And I guess it's similar. Like she'll just make the look at you. But you know when she's talking to right. you.
0: Well, and that might be a, a choice too, right? Like let's mm-hmm. remind him that we're talking directly to him. Mm-hmm. Let's let's lean on that fourth wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Lean pretty heavily on it.
1: Oh, I love that. A lot.
0: Okay. Then we have Oh, actually let's talk about uh Fuck, fuck me, me in the me arse. Arse. <laughs> because he's the first character that we meet.
1: Yeah, I have to say, I know you haven't seen future episodes and we are, of course, judging this on it alone, but she does continue to introduce him. Like anytime he pops up up on screen, she'll look at us and say, fuck me in the arse.
0: Oh, (laughs) the reminder. Yeah, this is
1: who this is. Hey, you remember this this is fuck me in the arse? Yeah, I know the
0: characters come and go pretty quick. This one's fuck me in the arse. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's why they don't have names. Yeah. He's the story. Mm -hmm. He's the story that she tells. Exactly. Is this fuck me in the arse guy? Yeah. Yep, that's the one.
1: Which is great. Right, because it's like you're talking with your girlfriends and she's like, exactly. yes, this is, the- yes, that's the guy who fucked me in the ass. Okay, okay, all right, all right.
0: I think you just established that this is a girl show.
1: <sighs> I don't think so. Taylor was all over it. No, no, no,
0: guys will like girl things all okay. the time. But but when you said um, right then, it's like you're talking to your girlfriends. It's like, oh, that's interesting. You're relating to the show in a very specific yeah. uh, aspect of it. Do you feel like this show speaks to women more directly than it does to men
1: uh perhaps so i think it's more just that you don't usually have that relationship with a guy friend like that usually that's kind of it's a it's a an intimate relationship Mm -hmm. she's having with us and typically you don't have that relationship with the opposite gender unless you're romantic with them so it's just i don't know i wouldn't say that i it makes it necessarily more of a girl show but
0: is are the producers of the show women do you know
1: i think so probably I guess. That's oh, actually, I think the um, actress herself is um, I, one of the directors.
0: Okay, but- I would have guessed that mm-hmm. when you said that, I thought it's probably show made by women, mm-hmm. and then I just pictured her as one of the producers. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like it's such a specific character with such a specific wit. Absolutely. That uh, it's very bunchy.
1: It's very. I told right? you that it's very it's bunchy. Very,
0: her identity feels very much on this show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Okay, that's interesting. And then, so I would feel, see, it feels to me like there's an inside joke with what you just said. It feels like you're talking to your girlfriends. I mm-hmm. totally get it. But it, it does feel like it's a little bit a wink to the women in the audience. And then, you know, maybe it just, you know, a woman is telling a story. It's, so she yeah, tells a story, story. story like a woman tells a story. Exactly. Um,
1: it's just the level of comfort she has sharing this information with right. us. So take that, I guess, how you will.
0: Do you feel like, having watched the show, do you feel like you have a friendship with her? Do you feel that connection to the character? You know what I'm talking about? I
1: know what you're talking about. I'm trying to genuinely examine if that's the case for me. Um, I don't think I feel like we're... Well, I mean, you can't not. Like, being part of that fourth wall, she lets you in on every vulnerable moment. So, like, yes, by very default, absolutely, you have to. Mm Mm-hmm because I've seen all of the intimate moments. She's let me in on all the secrets. I know which guy fucked her in the arse and how she felt after, yeah. you know, like, do I just have a big arsehole? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I really liked. <laughs> then I spent the rest of the, the day thinking <laughs> because she was, um, the guy fucked me in the arse, of course, was really excited that she would allow such a thing. He was a he's,
0: really nice, he's, he's, <laughs>
1: really like he nice guy. He treated her really
0: well, oh, I felt sure. like. He was really...
1: But like, he's never been able to slip one in because he's, you know, a sizable dude. He's well endowed. And right. so, you know, the back door is usually off limits.
0: Yeah. Well, he's having this uh, this moment with her. Like, yeah. I'm feeling in love with you right uh-huh. now because you let me stick it in your butt. And she's thinking, oh, do most girls not do that? <laughs> like, like now, uh, looking upon it later, I'm I'm realizing what what that moment was really communicating. Mm-hmm. She's not, like, sensitive. She's yeah. not, like, emotionally tied in with this guy. She's just realizing, oh my God, am I just that much whiter? (laughs) Yeah. So I think it establishes who that character is right out of the gate. Yeah. Okay. I didn't notice that first. Too funny. Uh, who else we got who um, else do we need to talk about there's the dad who's I
1: have my running list there's Harry the Harry, um, I
0: felt like Harry was probably gonna be coming back Yeah, later he's in the
1: a crane guy um the serious boyfriend who she recently broke up with I don't feel like we get a whole lot on him in this episode other than that he's kind of a pushover and it, we kind of get the sense that this isn't the first time they've gone through this whole thing
0: she'll dump him no no he dumps her um that they're gonna <laughs> Hump and dump a lot. Yes. Like she, she, uh, because they keep saying, don't show up naked and yelling at his mailbox again. His letterbox or whatever Mm -hmm. they call it uh, in the show. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) your voicemail box. (laughs) No, I think it was like his.
1: Well, she she said letterbox, but I'm guessing she means voicemail now. No,
0: because he said, don't show up in my house again, flashing your tits. Oh. So Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought that was her. Like getting drunk and being outside of his house where his mailbox is. Mailbox, okay,
1: yep, makes sense. uh,
0: So he'll probably be coming up again when she needs some cheap companionship.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and she knows his pattern, so that's a pretty good guess. And
0: then basically as soon as they're back together, you know they're really not going to be because the next time some guy gives her the right kind of attention, it's like, yeah. Harry's not that important.
1: I think you might know Fleabag a little. <laughs> <laughs> I've met known my women Fleabag. like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um,
1: so other than Harry, we've got, um, we briefly had the man at the bank, the loan officer, who she accidentally flashes.
0: So funny. Yeah. Really, really funny.
1: Yeah? You liked that scene? Yes. What specifically about it?
0: Well, because it, I did see that as a... First of all, she talks about their history of their... Um, their company. Yeah, there's What is the word? Sexual harassment. Sexual harassment, harassment cases. Yeah. yeah. And, like, who says that, first mm-hmm. of all? And yeah. I, I don't... They did, didn't make it seem like it was weird when it was said. It was like yeah. it was said so the audience knew. But... Uh, who does say that? Well, we haven't we've been struggling with woman companies. Ah yeah, ever since the sexual harassment thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Suppose
0: you heard about that. <laughs> so that's really awkward right there. <laughs> and then uh, when she goes to take her shirt off, it seems like see, this is why again it feels like um, like she has I feel like she's telling a story to the women in the audience. Like you're welcome to anybody's welcome to it, but I really mm-hmm. feel like there's is this a thing that women deal with or it's like, oh shit, I, I flashed. Because it felt like it was yeah. an organic thing. Like everything goes poorly for her. Normally you have a, a second layer attitude. under
1: one of those. I won't lie yeah. to you. I watched it with that sweater and I'm like, you never have that directly. Because you'll overheat for sure. And you need... I mean, even if it's just a tacky camisole, mm-hmm. you want a tacky camisole to strip down to.
0: It seemed like a specifically frustrating thing that I can't re- actually relate to. Yeah. And in that moment could so relate to it.
1: That's I guess amazing. that's what it was yeah. about. Yeah.
0: Um, which, is, which is why it's... Which is why I feel like it very spe- has a very specific audience in it mind.
1: Has, it has a sex in the city vibe to it in that there way. That it's like things that, it's like inside jokes about sex that we've known all along and we're letting yes. it go on. Yes,
0: yes. That's why this moment's so funny. Yeah. Because even though I can't relate to that, it feels like a genuine problem that women ha- would have to deal with. Like, oh, fuck. it's trying to pair this thing with that thing and look cute today and I forgot that I really made a mistake on the bottom shirt. Yeah. And then accidentally flashed everybody and now that's uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I mean another classic one, which I think was actually on Grace and Franken. Maybe I'm wrong, but the one of the gals was taking off her shirt and the like her sweatshirt and it's a pullover and the second shirt just kind of sticks to it. So like even if you have that second layer sweatshirt, like you can still be totally screwed. Like it doesn't matter. It's absolutely a, a female problem though. Right
0: yeah so With guys
1: you guys still have that problem it just you know who cares if you guys see your that's pecs? the point yeah, exactly <laughs> who
0: cares that's why in this moment it's like oh man i could so see how that's a real problem mm-hmm. i would never seen it before and yeah. now i'm seeing it thinking oh that seems so frustrating yeah. <laughs> that sucks so much
1: having boobs then, is the only thing that made right. that <laughs> and then
0: he immediately thinks because they just went through this sexual harassment thing that okay here we go again flashing those won't get you anywhere anymore <laughs> like, no, I seriously didn't mean to. And, like, you can't even have the conversation about it. Yeah. Like, you can't. It was like, nope, you made this inappropriate by showing your tits to get money from the bank. I don't think so. You need to leave. This was very <laughs> uncomfortable for me. Now you are really inappropriate. <laughs> like, what do you say to that? Like,
1: yeah, there's nothing to be said. <laughs> like, it's
0: like, she tried to have the conversation. He just did not allow it. Nope, you're inappropriate. He was very, he made up his mind very early on that. I was like, that's really, that seems really unfair. It <laughs> seems genuinely unfair.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, also not pertinent to the pilot or our review of it, but he comes back later too, which is fun.
0: Okay, that wouldn't have been obvious, but I'm, no, not but I'm at pleased all. to hear that.
1: Yeah, I was actually, so when he showed up later, I actually did not recognize him initially because, you know, it's it feels like such a small passing moment. Yeah. But, you know, there only being six episodes per season, only episodes. What's she call isn't... him? Oh, I can't remember. Sweater tits.
0: <laughs> Sweater tits guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I can't remember at all. Um, let's see. Next. Wait,
0: you know what? I, this is, What's I that? feel like this is worth saying. I don't know. Maybe cut this sure. out later, but there's something about that scene where, and this is, this is maybe a topical issue right now where she presented her breasts by mistake. Mm hmm and because they just got done with a sexual harassment case. Yeah. He's hypersensitive about it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh similarly, like we're watching a show that I feel is that it's female specific, mm-hmm. we'll say. And and I feel like oh, well you can't talk about women things. So it's like I I get that it feels like it it's a female skewing show, but I don't feel like I have anything that I should say about that. Um and it's so there is some, to me, there's something like po- post Me Too movement and mm-hmm. things like that. It's I say things like that. That specifically, yeah. It's like it makes you very on guard about what am I allowed to say about a, a woman, a woman's issue, and yeah. uh, and here that guy is having that experience right there in this show, mm-hmm. and it makes the show because I said how it was modern before. It makes it feel kind of topical, yeah, socially topical. Like Absolutely. like there's a a big social study that's going, going to be sort of an undercurrent in this, even though it's going to appear like tacky comedy. Sure. Okay, that's cool.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, All right, so next I think we've got Claire, the sister.
0: Claire's probably the most important character I would feel like we need to discuss.
1: Okay, perfect.
2: Just Tell me because about
0: that. She's clearly, you know, I don't know who's coming back, but based on the the mm-hmm. narrative structure of the show, I don't know. I, I'm paying attention to everybody because everybody seems to have, Every character seems to have a specific... Purpose? Um, yes, exactly. There's a specific story that we studied in that. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me feel like there's going to be enough like comedy gold in there to mine yeah. that you're not just introducing these people to never revisit them again.
1: Yeah, and Claire we got quite the introduction to.
0: Exactly. And since it's her sister, she's always been a part of her life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like theoretically always will be a part of her life. Mm-hmm. And based on the relationship that they have, funniest moment in the show I would say is when the sister goes in, when they're kind of having a moment, when they realize they're terrible feminists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and at the at the speak, with the, what is it called? Women speak? Women speak, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're at women speak. Oh, yeah, the show is directly, it's very directly studying women's issues because yeah. she's a bad feminist. Like, that's very much a part of the show.
1: That's a good point. And
0: maybe that's like the the kind of woman that feels like she's telling the story to, mm-hmm. is... Uh, a feminist who's really just not that socially conscientious. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, feels like she's a bad feminist because she's all about the movement, but, you know, doesn't really pay specific attention to it.
1: That's like most women, I would say.
0: Right. So I feel like that's who she's talking to. Yeah, like that's, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, OK, so if I do this, am I a slut or am I because there's the oh, yeah, because she calls the guy a perv on the way out of the office. Yeah. The guy at the bank. Perf slut. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So there's all like the weird slut shaming parts in there. Like where she tries to figure out where I, where am I in the social hierarchy of it all? And the sister uh, is very much, you know, like a mirror for her. Mm -hmm. Where the sister is very successful. She's married. Very grounding influence. Yes, exactly. And they can't stand each other, but clearly love each other very much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what I was saying is the funniest part. Um, when, when the <laughs> sister goes to give her a hug and she <laughs> slaps her hands away like really dramatically and, and knocks her in the forehead.
2: That was <laughs> really so going, oh, what the
0: fuck was that? And she goes, what was that? She goes, <laughs> I was trying to give you a hug. <laughs> well, don't do that again. <laughs> Like they're That's so... That's terrifying. You know, they're, yeah, they're so about... Their polarity, that uh, that they never even take a moment to show each other affection. Clearly love each other. Mm-hmm. Sister's really trying in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's something wrong with you. Like, just ask me for help. Please just ask me for help. But she can't do it. And then even when she tries to hug her, she panics and <laughs> punches her in the head. That was so funny
1: oh yeah that was so painful to watch I've not had like don't get me wrong there are some people with whom it's like uncomfortable to hug like if you're not used to hugging those people that that motion's like okay what's happening okay is that the like it's a very awkward thing but to see that with your own sister it's just like oh so it's what's what made your family like this
0: my grandpa is a stiff hugger yeah but he's a hugger but he's Mm -hmm. doesn't show any emotion in general yeah um and so he's very stoic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. And, right. But he wants, he clearly, he's clearly a hugger. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give him a hug and I'll try to like kind of lean into him. But he's, and he stays very up and down, very yeah. 90 degree. And it's always like, okay, right. I forgot. Like it's important to you to be hugged, but you don't like to be embraced.
1: Yeah, it's like a handshake. You don't you don't there's you there's one way to shake a yeah. hand. There aren't multiple okay ways to shake a hand. There's one okay way uh, and the rest of the and ways a bunch are other wrong. Yeah. Right. And like with, with hugging that's not the case, but like I can see him being the type that like wants his hug like his handshakes. Yeah. Like it needs to be rigid, it needs to be almost business like. This uh-huh. is a transaction it's very
0: business like mm-hmm,
1: these are on my terms and these are the terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting i like that
2: <laughs>
1: yeah they definitely don't seem very warm with each other um but they do seem pretty intimate like obviously there's a story there with everything. the shitting in the sink which yeah. like i'm i don't know if i can't remember if you get more of that story later but i definitely want more of it <laughs> <laughs> i want to know how the Shet successful the woman with the burberry coat has you know ended up shitting a in, burberry coat. i know ends up shitting in her own sink Uh. It was just nice. It just it did feel like a nice sibling moment where you're just kind of like, Oh yeah, you think you're so adult. Remember this really juvenile thing you did recently that I know
0: drives you crazy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. When are
0: you gonna let that go when you do something better?
1: Oh god, I love that line.
0: Never Never. And if you ever fuck up bigger than that, well, you just better not.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no kidding. It's like you better live with this. You don't want something worse to happen. <laughs> Could be worse.
0: Yeah. Don't you want that to be your lowest moment?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So next we have Dad, who she comes to his yeah, door at Dad's two in the morning. Dad.
0: You think yeah, so? What a distant guy. What a.
1: Okay. Yeah. He seems to. I will say he seems unable to express his emotions. He seems uncomfortable with emotions.
0: Well, that was... She shows up at the house. I don't know more about their Mm -hmm. relationship, though. I don't know if every time she shows up at the house it's this kind of shit. And I would assume it is. Yeah. Uh, What did you just say? It's hard to say with her. Yeah. That could be a thing. But she makes it pretty clear that the dad just up and abandoned him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when she says... When she... all these things about herself that she's dealing with that I think you know I think she's trying to say hey I'm I'm my father's child and can you help me deal with being an asshole Um, I feel like that's what that was going on there toward the end when she goes to dad's house
1: oh okay what she's asking for for from her dad
0: yeah like like because he says to her you get that from your mom you know that right
1: that's such a dad line, by right. the way. Oh my God! <laughs> but I thought she was
0: very clearly saying, "Hey, there's like I'm a I'm a flea bag like you."
1: Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that not how you took that? No, I like that though.
0: Um, am I wrong based on what happens next in the show? Is that would you say that that was incorrect, or there's no telling from just the moment that we saw
2: there?
1: I don't. Th- I, I I hadn't looked at it through that lens, so oh, I would okay. say there's no telling.
0: Yeah. No, I felt like she was connect trying to connect with her dad mm-hmm. in an area where. They can connect Mm -hmm. because she knows it's true and he knows it's true and he just won't go there. Uh, And then he's like, just not interested. I'm going to like, like it's kind of him to let her in the house. Don't go upstairs. Whatever. you do. I'm going to call you a cab. Like you can wait in the house just so long as it takes the taxi to get here. I want nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Like I abandoned you and your sister for a reason. Mm I, I really want nothing to do with you. Like this is like too much of a amount of time to have to talk to you.
1: Yeah, That's his intentions are me. really weird. So like, obviously they're going to this women's speak class because of his da- of her dad. You caught that, right? That, um, that he's making them go to these feminist class be- classes because no, his wife. That. Okay, so his wife, their mother, died of breast cancer, and so he's like super weird about them going to feminist classes and knowing. But you know, they're- is that
0: clear in this?
1: Ah, uh, she had said it very quickly while she was easy to miss. Mm-hmm, okay. While she was, so um, that becomes
0: clearer. Yes, got it.
1: That becomes a bigger thing because she was saying that um, after her mother died, that he ran off and married the godmother, and then basically stopped talking to them. Right so
0: after mom died after mom died okay because i was feeling like i heard that and Mm -hmm. i remember running off with the godmother but there was a lot to process there oh
1: yeah it's quick
0: yeah and and all i ended up with was dad's hooking up with the godmother Mm -hmm. hooking up with so i had i had gotten the sense that he had like ran away with the godmother Mm -hmm. and i think maybe they're
1: hooked up with yeah i don't know if they're actually married but hooked up with is at least No, no no but
0: It was after mom Mm -hmm. passed and they were adults when mom passed. Yes. Right. So he's distant recently. Mm -hmm. Ah, that changes everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That actually totally changes. Does it? It does because, um, all the, uh, degenerate stuff. I maybe still feel I would, maybe I would need to watch it again because when she's basically at his door saying, I'm a degenerate, I'm a bad feminist on and on. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of felt like Yeah, I felt like that was her talking to her deadbeat
2: dad.
1: And I guess I kind of saw it as I mean, as somebody who has lost a parent. I saw uh, it as you're the only pillar I have left that connects me to, to things and you know who I am. Tell me am I these things, you know?
0: Be my dad again. Yeah.
1: Please. Validate me, don't validate me, like I need somebody to steer me here.
0: Yeah. Uh that makes That changes everything because I didn't realize the mom had passed. I was like wondering, well, why isn't she at her mom's house?
1: Well, and she also um, still has the money issue by that point. So Mm. I think she is trying to like struggle with, okay, I need to ask my dad for financial help. I'm too proud to do that. They all think I'm a fuck up. So kind of dancing around that because there's that kind of whole moment where he's asking her what she's doing there. And she's just being so avoidant of what she said like (laughs) she starts getting through it and she's like oh never mind it's nothing it's it's just nothing
0: um yeah so that's so there's a lot more there's actually a lot deeper baggage there Mm -hmm. um so that's that's interesting because that makes the dad a lot more sympathetic like you want to know what's going on with him but yeah. based on that, what I took, my takeaway was wrong. Uh, I'm happy that it was wrong, though, yeah. because because now I want to know the dad more.
1: Yeah, he's now a I lot more know, emotionally complex in that way.
0: Yeah, like I want him to, like I'm reaching for him now to say, just go there with her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely comes down to everyone grieves in their own way. Exactly. And it kind of makes me like just wonder why. What his grief is and how that's, you yep. know, playing a role in his relationship with his daughters. And then, you know, leading on to our next uh, character, I guess, the stepmother, um, the cunt. <laughs> I'm glad you said it first. So, it's okay if I say it. It's not if you say it. <laughs> okay. So I have
0: uh, some really close friends that are, he's Australian and she's British. Okay. And everybody's a cunt. They say,
1: oh, you're a good cunt, mate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I've heard this. Oh, that Matt there, he's a tall cunt.
0: He's a tall cunt. And that one's, uh, you know, it's its usually a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's usually a very good thing. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's not an insult, typically. Yeah, it's
0: all... And then they say it about everything and everybody. They say it all the time. And she says she's not like an evil, wicked uh, stepmother or anything. And she turns and looks at the camera. And I'm saying... So basically this character reminds me of this friend, a mm-hmm. UK friend that I have. Uh, she says it's, <laughs> she's just a cunt. And before she says it, I'm thinking, okay, if this is my friend, she'd be saying, she's just a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and there she says, she's just a cunt. I thought, oh, it's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> it's
1: perfect. Like
0: it was funnier because I knew what the answer
1: mm-hmm. was. Absolutely.
0: Uh, so you don't get much out of her. It's a very, um, she's like going to be an intellectual bully. Like it, it's yeah. going to be very deep the way she cuts.
1: I mean, it's very clear that she's the reason that Fleabag is not allowed upstairs yep. in her father's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's either because you know she's just in general not allowed up there, or because he was worried about her causing a stir. <laughs>
0: this woman's what's clearly changing their... I mean, dad's grieving. Mm-hmm. Like you said, dad's grieving and, and he's grieving in his own way. And uh, and his grief seems to be defining his identity mm-hmm. at the moment, uh, which he is masking with a new identity. Yeah. Uh, in The Godmother, this is what I'm assuming, or this would be my takeaway, mm-hmm. uh, The Godmother who um, is, I'm wondering if she's, if she's globbing on because he seems to be a wealthy guy.
1: Um, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I think he does okay, for sure. Yeah. Well, um, the
0: house looked like, felt like a mansion where she's painting this giant picture upstairs, her self-portrait. Oh, yeah. uh, well, anyway, the this person is clearly a wedge in their relationship right now because dad's different now that she's around and the, the rules of the house are different now that she's running it.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't really hit on it in this, but it's the childhood home that they're in right now. And so this woman has completely inhabited it. And I don't know that I can't tell if it's the, that he's got a lot of money, but it definitely is a, this weird jealous thing with the children. Like, you guys were here before but this is mine now even though you know like this weird competitive feeling with the offspring and that's not at all out of reality like i have a very distinct specific Mm -hmm. memory that i can relate to with this right where i'm like "Mm, this actually very much happens and it's it's pretty disruptive where somebody comes into your childhood home and you know it's your parents new new person and it just totally upsets the balance of things. You know, you don't know how to interact with that person. The rules completely change. And, um, I think especially in that case, the dads in general, I think have a hard time like bridging that emotional gap. Like, Hey guys, things are changing. Here are our new boundaries here. Here's the talk we need to have to transition that they're kind of more. All right. Things are changing. Let's hopefully the conversation won't come up. Hopefully nothing will I, come up. I
0: respect that this is going to be painful for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And, uh, and you will grieve in your own way about it,
1: too. <laughs> exactly.
0: But, like, just at least show that respect. Mm-hmm. Not to say we're, oh, yeah, if we talk about it, we're just going to get over it. And it's going to weirdly not be a problem. But, no, no, this is going to be disruptive. And yeah. And I respect that you're going to be prone to having a hard time with that. And we'll yeah. work on that.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying, at least in this... Um that the father is very... He seems to be very much avoiding that conflict. Like, he just doesn't want to deal with the fact that... Right. Obviously, they're not big fans of each other. He loves his daughters. He's concerned with them. You know, concerned for them, obviously. He's worried about them dying oh, okay. like the mother. The feminist classes, you know. Like, he definitely has an investment in them. But, at the same time, you know, there's this new element, which is the godmother. Who just has this weird, jealous vibe about her. Like, she just...
0: She's a she was a dominant personality. Mm-hmm, that's that exactly scene.
1: what it is. It's like she needed to claw her way exactly yeah. to where she is.
0: Fleabag looks small in that scene. Mm-hmm. She looked like she allowed herself to shrink uh, in the presence of that woman. Yeah.
1: Oh, it hurts to watch too. Yes. There are those people in real life too. Like it's very like it aggressively makes me hard. It's it's hard to be in that scene with them. Like watching mm. that, it's hard for me to sit there because you have people in your life that are like that. You're Oof. just like you're. A toxic person. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm stuck with you now. And
1: I'm stuck with you. Exactly. And you were a choice, too. Mm-hmm. Like
0: you, somebody made you as a choice.
1: Yep, and we all just have to grin and bear it. Right. Um, you can really go.
0: <laughs> <I'm> not really. <laughs> Nothing's keeping her here. No,
1: no. Let me <laughs> show you the door. <laughs> uh, the only character I think we haven't spoken about yet is Boo.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I don't think there's much to say at this point about Boo. The actress seems funny, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to be the relationship will be. Um, seems like it will be throughout, yeah. Mm-hmm. And All that, through
1: flashbacks, of course. Okay, and being yeah. that she's dead.
0: Oh, she's the dead one. Yes.
1: Oh, Boo is dead. All right,
0: that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah.
1: So you're getting most of your flashbacks are Boo related because Boo died before you know we that's, take part.
0: That's why I didn't have anything to say about her because mm-hmm. she's not current with exactly. what's going on. She's oh, okay.
1: But she seems to me, um, especially in the few scenes we get with her, that she is just like the honest best friend like the one who will tell you anything um, and I think she was saying even in this that like don't t- don't tell anyone anything because you don't tell people what you want because they just aren't good enough basically like they won't understand you. I'll understand you, I'm your person. We'll understand each other but don't tell other people what you want.
0: Do they like in love with each other?
1: Ah uh, no, they're they just it's the profound female best friend relationship. Oh, it's a best okay. Mm-hmm. That's just how I mean, and maybe that's I don't know. I guess I could have read it. Because that a, sounded pretty manipulative
0: thing. what you just said. Like don't trust them at all.
1: Ah, uh, I mean it's just you kind of. Uh, me. I thought it, saw it as kind of a Thelma and Louise thing. Okay,
0: you're just kind of one of my pillars.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. Let's go like make a mess together. Them. Exactly. Okay.
0: Partners in crime
1: Partners in crime Exactly So that was the
0: The the depth of their Relationships They were total Partners in crime Yeah That was her BFF
1: Yep Everything's different now Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm Yep
0: Yeah I didn't get I didn't understand that
1: Honestly it seems like um, Her closest relationship In general Because everyone else It seems like a Superficial relationship Where it's I mean everyone else We've seen is either Her family Or somebody she's Fucked briefly Yeah exactly (laughs)
0: uh is was i supposed to have gotten that that was the best friend who killed herself because i didn't get the she killed herself until the very end so i didn't know who that person was
1: yeah um and i think it was pretty subtle like they definitely like in case you missed it in that one it doesn't become a problem for you later like they let you know in the next one
0: yeah i would have realized the next time i saw the friend Absolutely. that okay that's the friend mm-hmm. but did we find out when did we learn that she had died
1: um it was in the taxi i believe um at the end yes Kay. oh yeah you're right it wasn't at the so end. you
0: don't know she's dead until the end
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you don't necessarily realize these are flashbacks these are just vin- mm-hmm. vignettes yep at that point interesting so uh characters is it successful
1: I thought so. I thought that these were all very compelling characters, despite the fact that I didn't know their names, and I like the fact that their names are basically what I'd refer to them as anyways.
0: (laughs) Um, That's funny. I would say, I'm not surprised that you said it was successful at at, uh, introducing the characters because you've seen the show, Mm -hmm. and I think you like the characters, or at least for the most part. Sure. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't like the show. I think it was ineffective at introducing the characters.
1: That's fair. Tell me more
0: uh because i don't know who to hang on to okay i have no idea who to hang on to i assume the sister's coming back i'm Mm -hmm. assuming the dad's gonna come back i'm assuming the stepmom's gonna come back i don't know if they're gonna be there every week i don't know if this is gonna be uh if they're the villains i have no idea how they plug into the story um i didn't realize that the friend in the flashbacks is the friend who died for as a that's a big for instance yeah (laughs) that is you know like like the emotional center of the storyline I missed completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she's looking back at this friend who's like, that's why she's going through the she's going through a hard time.
1: Well, and that's that's supposed to be the hook. Like, that's why it is our last few pieces there, right. you know. Like, I think we've kinda of, you and I have kind of established that it seems to be the last thirty seconds is where your hook shows up. Yeah. That was that was to me where that shows up, where you're realizing that um you know her best friend had like this really weird accidental suicide which of course you know you know you want to learn more about that like the exact details because while she describes it and tells you kind of what happened like you know there's more to it than that why else would they have something so ridiculous be the cause of this woman's death <laughs> like, am I wrong? Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah,
0: I don't necessarily agree with that. So, her. That there's something more to her ridiculous death.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I don't. Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far because no. I don't know how any of the characters fit in together. Still, like, like all I see is her. You know, laughing it off. Mm-hmm. And she's not laughing it off. At at this point, to my knowledge, she's not laughing it off in a way that says. I'm really bruised inside about this.
1: Oh, really? I saw that as a... The way she laughed about it, it wasn't like a, a, I think it's funny, it's a, you know, you laugh because it's uncomfortable. Well,
0: I didn't know it was your best friend. Okay. Her business partner. Well, that's
1: what she so was that. explaining in that scene, though. She said, oh, yeah, my best friend, whatever, we opened the cafe together. She accidentally committed suicide. Yeah. Well, accidentally, blah blah blah, well, steps still didn't in front of the bus. That of the sky. I st- okay. That friend. It
0: wasn't clear to me, mm-hmm. and if I just missed it, like by, yeah. by glaring, you know, omission, and it was my bad, and I yeah. really just didn't catch. For whatever reason, I didn't catch. You missed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm st- I'm not connecting what she's saying there to that person who she's mm-hmm. had this ex- these experiences with and clearly loves very yeah. much. Um, I know that that's somebody she hangs out with. That's all that's clear to me in the show. Mhm. That's somebody she hangs out with and uh her business partner's dead in kind of a ridiculous sense so since it's ridiculous um it makes me think we're just in a it's a dark comedy where it's like all right here's a ridiculous death that we're just going to go ahead and make fun of just the way it is and i suppose had i made those connections it would have been really clear
1: yeah, because Harry was saying that he thought he was being really understanding and really trying to tr- really trying hard with her through yeah, all of this. Yeah, and I
0: didn't get that.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's the all of this, that there was a recent death and this is kind of what she's dealing with. And now there's money issues because, you know, the co-owner of this cafe, which you'll later find out, has a weird theme. It's a hamster-themed cafe. <laughs> Ew,
2: gross.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like the weirdest. It's very. Oh, sorry. Not even hamster. Sorry. Guinea pigs. Oh. Also weird. They're weird, too. <laughs> Rodent stinky. thingies. Um, so, yeah. So, she's having this financial issues because her best friend had a weird, like, emotional suicide, not suicide thing. Yeah. So, that's a lot to unpack.
0: <laughs> well, oh, but you know what? The follow-up to that story is mm-hmm. that she stole Godmother's uh book very expensive bookend piece of art.
1: Yeah. It's the sculpture that she made. Um that she was saying represents femininity. women's yeah femininity their and what power. women their power and being able to yeah exactly to use the body to get what they want the,
0: the, the soft power
2: the soft
1: power mm-hmm.
0: that we don't need to muscle our way through it we just need to use our own feminine tits <laughs> femininity
1: <laughs>
0: raw femininity yeah oh, i guess tits don't get you anywhere anymore
1: okay but were you not like super stoked okay like when we the did, thing? yes. <laughs> when she pulls that out of her pants, like, is that not the best moment for you? Um,
0: no. It was. I was. I was lukewarm on it. Were because, you? Because because all that had been established to mm-hmm. me was, she's really an asshole.
1: She is. Like yeah. she's, she's like, a flea Like
0: she steals her sister's top for years. Mm-hmm. She steals this. That's thing. a sister thing, though. No, no, no. I get it. That was that was funny, but. But that and that was funny because it was a sister thing, uh-huh. and then she steals the money from the guy. Mm-hmm.
1: That was oh, that hurt. Yeah, and then she and steals then he this. like tries to give it back to her because she drops it on the way out. Right. So even the and then
0: she takes it anyway from hamster teeth mm-hmm. from rabbit teeth, and um, so so now there's a pattern, <laughs> bus rodent. Now there's a, that's better. Uh,
2: (laughs) Marginally. (laughs) It's a proper name. This is a proper name. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Disrespectful. Okay. So there's now a pattern of her in petty theft Mm -hmm. and it's really unattractive. Like to me, that, that was her at her, at her most unappealing. Um, and, and we end at her most unappealing to me. And like I said, I, I put it and we were skipping our normal order, which is allowed. Mm-hmm. Under the under the laws it. of the <laughs> thank you, <laughs> <laughs> you judges. Do um, <laughs> so, the what am I looking at? Is really, oh, when I said I think it failed at, at introducing the, characters. the so characters, are we still talking
2: about that? No, we no, moved no, we on. moved into hook. Okay, so plot, because, plot hook. <laughs> Right.
0: because I didn't think it necessarily effectively landed the characters. Mm-hmm. Now we acknowledge that I missed big parts of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was clear. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think it I think it's you, easy to miss. you having continued to watch the show really made that clear.
2: That's possible,
1: yeah. Yeah. But um, it informed it.
0: And then you binge things anyway. So you're mm-hmm. getting all of the information kinda up front. Yeah, basically. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well.
0: <laughs> so by the time we're in the hook, having failed to really land the characters for me, mm-hmm. it's like, Okay, well, the the plot, like the overarching plot of the show, great way to shoehorn this in here. Category three, usually, <laughs> and on my cheat sheet. Um, <laughs> the overarching plot to me is she's kind, she's a, kind of a low life. She's kind of a fleabag. Kind of a bag. Uh, and she's gonna, you know, take advantage of people and have abusive relationships and be manipulative at times and be really compelling at other times and you know, you know, go through a character journey. Yeah, yeah. There's all that in there, but. Mm-hmm. She the the plot is sort of gonna be her haplessly being a douchebag. Flea bag.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: And since that was my take on the overarching plot that is to come mm-hmm. on this character that I don't you know, I'm not necessarily sold on. I like the actress tremendously. Oh right? yeah. I like the character a but lot. The but the character said
1: I'm not rooting
0: for her <laughs> yet. Right. She's a
1: Frank underwood underwood to us, so right, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and that, and the hook is, but the hook is petty. Like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I steal shit too. Like I'm going through all this heady stuff that you want, you want to hear about. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, but also at my, at my most unappealing, I steal stuff. And, uh, and I know there's more to it than that because it's, it was really who she stole it from. Mm
1: -hmm. But there's a personal thing. But it
0: wasn't enough of a hook for me because to me, her, her petty thieving was unappealing.
1: So I think I think that w- is not why I would fail it for a hook, I guess. like feel free to fail it oh, as a hook. Let me for it. Okay. be
0: clear then for me, it, I wasn't hooked. You that's hooked. all I'm saying yeah, yeah, this okay. is this is totally uh subjective. That's fair but, yeah, but for me, I wasn't hooked on, oh, I've got to see what happens next. It's like, no, I think I kind of get it now. she's she's just an asshole
1: so i think that that's opposite the opposite of the hook for me um but i
0: realized that was her friend i might think differently
1: the fact that um that the, the petty theft for me it was like why is she doing this and so to me the hook was well obviously we're gonna get more like we're getting flashbacks we're going to get more backstory as far as what's driving her current character to me it it was clear pretty early on that she'd been through some sort of weird trauma that makes her just, I mean, she's being promiscuous with all these guys. She doesn't have any like real friends. It seems like other than this boo who we now know is dead. I mean, like you just don't see her emotionally close with any I mean, you saw her interaction with her sister. You saw her interaction with her father. Right. Those are the closest people to her in the world. You saw her interaction with her boyfriend, Harry, ex ex-boyfriend at this point, Harry, like...
0: Yeah, and I wa- that's a person I want to know more about. Harry? No, no, no. Her. Her. Fleabag. The, mm-hmm. the person having these experiences. Exactly. That's the character I want to know more about. Mm-hmm. And then we, at, we end on her least interesting attribute. That she's a thief.
1: I think it is a symptom of her bigger problem. And that's no, the story okay. that we're here to tell. No,
0: I understand. I'm okay. just analyzing yeah, as for you. a narrative hook. Mm-hmm. Narratively speaking... I don't think that was the most interesting way that they could have ended the show.
1: Um, I think it was interesting. So it did a couple of things for me. It told me that the story with the father and the stepmom had some weight to it. So it actually did to Mm -hmm. me inform who was coming back. Yep. Um, that we were going to have an ongoing story there. It spoke to me towards, um, like, a deeper-seated, like, hatred or just conflict between she and the other character that, on the surface, I didn't understand. I mean, we know that she's the next woman, but, like, you know, maybe now we're wondering by how much was she the next woman? Was there an overlap? You know, is... Like what what is with this woman? Why do we hate her? Because obviously we hate her and there's like a gut feeling at least for me when that when the stepmom is on screen, that cunt.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> just a cunt.
1: Yeah, when she's on the when she's on the screen, like I it, it makes me physically like angry. Like <laughs> I have a physical reaction to her. And so like to me there's more to that story and that tension and so knowing that there's more to that, I guess I felt hooked wanting to know what caused that weird Relate, that strain on that relationship yeah. that there's obviously some complexity and emotions there especially with grief um, you know and bringing a new woman into your life like <laughs> that's just bound to have issues with your kids
0: okay well you're selling on selling me on it um, on why it might have been a smart uh, ending actually sure. and and was a smart hook and maybe then it was just too smart for me at this point
1: yeah it just might not have even been for you that's fine too
0: well, no the show had to accomplish a lot of things mm-hmm. i guess is is the deal um because we have all these characters that it through at us, yeah like, really quickly oh a lot of them like it, I think it was easy it was easy based on the storytelling format that they're using mm-hmm. this is going to be a long form story yeah and all we it reminded me of the mindy project a little bit okay and only if like the if the show was artistically you know, higher caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about the voice, of the characters, although they have nothing in common that their view on life, the way they're looking at men uh, are going through them pretty quick right at the moment. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that character a little bit. Who's always narrating too.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. And yeah. maybe this is
0: just a genre commonality that I'm realizing that there's the bunchy quality that mm-hmm. it has, the, strong singular female voice maybe i'm maybe i'm just linking the categories in my head but it brought it up for me
1: i think it. i think it brings up a similar theme that i see with um like strong female leads which Mm -hmm. is that we feel like we have to prove that we're not frauds we have to prove that we're real adults like Mm -hmm. it's this weird and maybe it's even more of a like a millennial thing lately like that it's just like we don't feel like we're adult enough we don't feel like our our mental health you know like mental health is now becoming a something we're more aware of and now we're having to yeah. you know approach that with our issues
0: What about uh the sexual cuz you said yourself mm-hmm. um as who you are yourself What do we, why would why would we say that you said yourself
1: I myself like, said. Yeah I know who
0: you're talking about um yeah if you said when you said mm-hmm. that she is, what's the word? I'm blanking on the word right now. What's having a lot of sex? Promiscuous.
1: Promiscuous. Oh, you I have that on the card. Promiscuous right now with all these <laughs> yeah. guys. Oh, that's
0: how you remembered it? Because you yeah. wrote it down. Okay, I literally I wrote it down. Next time I want to use the word promiscuous. I'm
2: okay.
0: Remember to write it down.
2: Promiscuous.
0: Um, yeah, so you said yourself that she's uh, <laughs> being promiscuous with all these guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought, oh good. Can we go there? And again, like as a guy I feel like in, in I the I have permission era, to speak
1: about this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Like I'm not allowed to say. But
1: Well, you just can't say like, "Hey, she's such a slut," and this is a bad. Like, you know, like observe it. Hey, she's kind of promiscuous. Do you want to talk about that? Slutty,
0: because that's what we're talking about. It's like, is she? I feel like a part of this. What she's you know studying here is, uh, can I have sex and not be a slut? Yeah, is it slutty? Feel slutty still? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Like,
0: I'm being. I feel like I'm being slutty right now because I'm kind of going through something
1: yeah especially absolutely that yeah. brings you me back to her little quote which was the um, the guy had gone through and thanked her for being able to you know do her in the butt right. because he's so big compared to usual and she's like so then you spend the next day thinking do I just have a really big arsehole like
0: because <laughs> right. I don't really mind it he came over and he's a nice guy and I wanted to be nice back didn't have the heart to tell him not to plug it in buddy <laughs>
1: I appreciate that it was like the, you kind of give yourself a little bit of shame. Like uh, you slut shame yourself that's a little what I, bit. That's what I'm saying. You slut shame yourself yeah. a little bit afterwards. And it's like, Oh, does that mean I have a big butthole? Hmm. Well, more on that later, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. Next
0: time <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Cause I'm positive that <laughs> as a guy myself, uh, I have had some, Serious slut shaming moments thinking, Oh, did I need to do that? Oh, it's not like why did I feel the need to do that? I just felt like I was going to let somebody down, like I didn't want to do that, I don't want to be there, yeah, um, so I would have to figure that this does appear to be a promiscuous time mm-hmm. for um, and uh that's gonna be because she says it twice, didn't she, when the guy called her a slut, and the banker yeah did she call her a slut when in her monologue to her dad. Did she say the word slutty? I don't think so. What am I thinking of? Okay, well. No, she wouldn't have said that to her dad. I felt like there was somewhere else that the word slutty was used when she was.
1: I know that um, Bus Rodent had said something about a nasty bitch, but. (laughs) (laughs) Calling (laughs) her a nasty bitch.
0: Was it in the cab?
1: I don't think so. I don't remember her referring to herself okay. as one. I just
0: thought it came up twice and I I just feel like at this time in history like it's it's a word that we have to discuss when it comes up.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Because um it it is it's now a word that women are supposed to be really careful about saying too. That's it. <laughs> uh,
0: that's now yeah, right right because that's the uh like as it comes up it feels like each time it comes up, we need to discuss how do we feel about that Mm -hmm. in in a way so that it's not just going to come up and just be thrown out. Maybe that's it. Like if the word's being used, yeah, it's being used deliberately Mm -hmm. uh, and is a call to consider, you know, how she feels about that in that moment. Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, so she's going through something. We've established that. Definitely. Now, uh, what you were saying about why it's interesting that she stole a thing from her godmother. Yeah. Stepmom now. I guess. Yeah, you're right. She refers to her as stepmom. Uh, your description of it is selling me that I missed some things. I don't know that they were effectively conveyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they may not have been. So I, quick. I, I guess here's my point. Yeah. I would rate this as an ineffective pilot. Okay. Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. That's what we use here. Okay, that's our scoring system. Uh, I would have scored this an unsuccessful pilot. What you just told me about the show makes mm-hmm. me want to watch the show. Makes me think... Oh, so I probably need to give it a couple episodes before I really understand who, how, you know, how the characters interconnect. I feel like we're going to have more a couple familiar characters next week and a couple new ones. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. So, like it's not it's not clear to me what we're getting the next week. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it is. Or, you know, the next episode. I I really don't know what to expect, so I don't feel like it was And this is particularly for the plot, which I don't know that we specifically scored. No, we didn't. That's the biggest thing for me is I don't think it was successful for the weaknesses in the other areas Mm -hmm. uh, with the character uh, establishment area um
1: I'm sorry. Come at me again with that word. <laughs> with the
0: establishing of the characters. Oh, okay. Establishment of the characters.
1: <laughs> Did you invent another the word estab- last time? Establishing
0: <laughs> establishingness of the characters. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing. Anyway, I'm just trying to recite our our structure back to us why. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Getting better at it. <laughs> okay. So because of those things, um mm-hmm. I, the plot wasn't clear to me. What, what do we have to look forward to? What's coming yeah. next? What's the arc of the uh, storyline? What, what, is, what is her journey about? I really don't know by the end of the pilot.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it was... I mean, okay, so a couple of things. Obviously, she's very promiscuous and has a lot of weird, awkward relationships. So to me, it was definitely like a... The question mark was the the plot, like, mm-hmm. everywhere where I had to draw a question mark, I was like, okay, well, that was very purposeful. They only told me this much about it, and I feel like this is probably how, like, I feel like she informs you everything you know to, to feel about it, but you don't understand what she's, like, informing you to feel around, if that makes sense. Like, what event she's informing around, so.
0: Oh, what's the center of gravity?
1: hmm exactly. So, she's trying to tell us how we're feeling about it, and we don't know, like, the big movement. The big it. Yeah, the big it yet. Hmm. Um, so it makes it really difficult um, to really capture it in the pilot because... Because it's not meant to. It's not meant to, yeah. It's a like, long-form storytelling. It's very much meant to... like It only right. takes 12 episodes the, the, to get to it.
0: But. And this, I'll say again, the pilot of the show seems to have a lot to accomplish. Mm-hmm, because absolutely. it's going to be such a long-form story. Um, it has a lot of people that it needs to introduce us to in a short manor, um, amount of time uh, and doesn't have the ability to tell us... What it's about yet, which is a really bold choice, mm-hmm. I think. So artistically, uh, I'll give you that. Artistically, I would say it was very successful. Yeah. Because what you're talking about, uh, that's a show that I would like to see. But that's a show that I realize I need to commit to seeing the whole thing. I feel like to it's appreciate. a very
1: low commitment, but yes,
0: because <laughs> it's not many episodes.
1: Yeah, six episodes per season. Yeah. There are two seasons, and I think they're not even thirty minute episodes. So, okay. well, you get through them fast, and they're. Yeah.
0: Do you watch, did you watch, or do you watch Better Call Saul?
1: I haven't watched the most recent season, but otherwise, yes. And that's a slow burn.
0: Slow burn.
1: Yeah. It's crazy how long I was willing to, like, I know that the next season is what it's supposed to be all about. Right. And I'm like, it's crazy that I've been excited for each episode, anyways. I think I just really like the guy who plays yep. Saul Goodman. Like, he's just a very, he's got a lot of gravity as an actor. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's a brave choice. I mean, the mm-hmm. way they, Decided to tell that story was really self um, indulgent. Indulgent, yeah. Coming off of Breaking Bad to say, I mean, that's a that's a brave thing to test. To say, hey, yeah, you fuckers love Breaking Bad so much, mm-hmm. we could even get you to watch this. Yeah, and you're gonna be you're gonna be frustrated along the way, but you're gonna continue watching because you believe there's a payoff because you love Breaking Bad that much. And I think that gamble paid off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but anyway, my point, that's for a different episode sure. on a different day. My point is that <laughs> that was a slow burn that you really need to watch the entire story forever. Like there's things coming up now that you're thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe they tied that all together. Yeah. Just because it was such a slow burn. I don't feel like this is necessarily that slow, but it seems to me that the entire series is going to be sort of discovering... Uh, maybe discovering the big it?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's funny because a lot of the a lot of the series feels like it's stepping around it, so it's kind of an um, art if you think about it, you're filling around the main thing, ah. and so then the void is the subject, I guess. Yeah. So we're just coloring in around that. I don't know why I'm gesturing the... Audience will not know. That's <laughs> not going to help anyone else. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's where you have like, you know, a white void space or you could even shade it in, I guess. And then you, it's the shape is made by the things around it mm. more so than itself.
0: Cool. Um. Actually, I, now that we're talking about mm-hmm. the show as a piece of art. Yeah. And I'm making a bunch of assumptions here. I'm making the assumption that I like it because I'm ready to like it. Like, I'm really ready to like it. I'm just... Not ready to commit to it, which, you know, we've decided by our scoring system is the mark of a successful pilot. Yeah. Like you're committing to that show. Absolutely. As soon as you've seen it because it's so successfully checked all these boxes. Definitely. And um, what you're describing sounds like a really, really good show. Yeah. Um, But if it takes me the entire show to get there as a lay person that you're introducing a show to. hmm. I think it's uh you got to give it a few
2: episodes.
1: Perhaps for you, yeah, yeah. I will say when I watched it, I was hooked immediately and watched. I think the first six in the in my first sitting, mm-hmm. and Taylor had come over and he adopted it as his show as well that that day. Oh fun! Like, oh yeah, no, it was one where I'd we I'd gone to watch it again you know thinking well i started it myself therefore it is my show that's not how it works in couples if someone else starts watching that show with you and has watched at least the last couple of episodes with you it becomes your you guys' show (laughs) i accidentally watched it without him he's like oh you watched it without me i was like i didn't think you liked it i'm sorry i thought i was just watching my show and you were doing it because that's the thing you boyfriends do you know you just occupy the space and laugh at the jokes and you know you don't care
0: (laughs) and he's like okay for me oh never, yeah never mind
1: <laughs> oh yeah he, yeah he was kind of like well yeah i guess it doesn't have to be i'm like no i love it enough i'll, ba- I'll back it up i'll replay those episodes let's do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess it doesn't need to be a, our show
1: oh i know you can yeah. just
0: enjoy it and i'll feel guilty making you watch it a second time so forget about it
1: you know i'm you, actually you, you always happy to convert my significant other to my show like it sounds like a uh, thing like where it's like oh my Shmi. god fine i have to do it you but. have a
0: whole podcast about it <laughs>
1: I know, right? It's
0: just like one of the <laughs> one of the cornerstone commitments in your life.
1: <laughs> oh, you watch the show? I know. I haven't made him watch um all of any. Well, that's not true. He's finished one Whedon series with me, and he was pretty good about it. So <laughs> we watched Dollhouse together. It's a very low commitment. I think he's also seen Firefly though.
0: Call her Firefly. These she are the important things. Though. They have
1: to be able to watch your shows with you.
0: <laughs> you know, the, honestly. I have made a rule now that if if a girlfriend, mm-hmm. if a theoretical girlfriend is around, she's got to be a show watcher. Yeah. Like she can't be a frisbee thrower. Like if she's sporty, if I got to spend every weekend chasing her around, let's hike, let's bike. It's like you want to just hang out in her underwear and watch shows together. It's yeah. the little things. Absolutely. Um, and then to not be too far apart. Like and then to have a broad palette of shows mm-hmm. you're interested in.
1: Yeah, I find that Taylor likes a lot of shows that I like, but I don't want to invest in the shows that he likes. He likes, p- <laughs> yeah, they're like period piece shows. Hell on oh, Wheels takes is one a that he's lot doing. of commitment. Yeah, so much commitment, and I'm always interested in when I'm watching it with him. But like, I don't know. I've been wanting something light forever. If it doesn't have at least some element of comedy in it lately, like I just I don't want to do it. <laughs> House of Cards occasionally becomes too serious. So I'm just like, I'm just I'm spent on this. I can't.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, I had it. This show mm-hmm. is to me like this would be a good girlfriend show. Yeah. Like this is a show that I would like to see on in the future. Mm-hmm. Cause if it's on, I'll, I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Like while it's on, but it's not a show that I'm going to like want to turn on.
1: Yeah. That's fair.
0: Which is a bummer because mm-hmm. like, as you're describing it, it's like, I'd really like to know what happens next. Oh, well, that's hilarious, yeah. I guess I just never will. Oh, because I need to get a Prime account anyway. So be like, oh, (laughs) fuck it. It's not worth needing to cancel Hulu again for when Orville's coming back soon.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that what's going on? That's funny.
0: (laughs) Well, I'd like to finish Nashville one of these days.
1: I'm kind of mad at Hulu, but it doesn't mean I'm getting rid of it.
0: I'm always mad at Hulu.
1: It does not understand. So I've told you this earlier. Hulu does not understand the rewatch culture at all. No. Um, Netflix seems to, but now I'm, so I rewatched Netflix Archer. built it. After, I know, after we, after we talked about um, Archer during our Star Trek episode, um, I did, did a rewatch of Archer because I was like, ah, oh, I need a background show. Um, you
0: already watched the whole thing?
1: Oh yeah, I already did. yeah. <laughs> they have new episodes too. Well, they're twenty-minute episodes. How many
0: episodes are there?
1: I don't want to tell you. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> they're on their eleventh season. There are three episodes oh, in it. <laughs> There's sh- okay. There are so some- we just
0: played constantly.
1: There were episode. Er, there were seasons. It I think there were only <laughs> long
0: ago that we did the Star Trek one. <laughs> there
1: were episode or er, seasons that there were only eight episodes though. So like, and they're twenty-minute, twenty-minute ep- episodes. So they're they're quick. Yeah, I get you. There's
0: only a certain <laughs> amount of time in life, you know?
1: Well, you know, when you do it with a meal or whatever. Everything's finite. Listen, I created a podcast to justify this behavior. Why am I now justifying it <laughs> well, to I, you? <laughs> do I have to monetize it for it to be worth something to you? Is that what's going on here?
0: <laughs> no, that's fair. That was fair. That that was unfair. Oh, uh,
1: no, it's okay. I don't actually feel shame for it. But. I mean, we have
0: 20 million or so listeners <laughs> right yeah, now. Who, or so. Who are the same way this is. And I'm like here supporting it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I do appreciate that. I, I will say the initial rewatch of Archer. I just rewatched the pilot initially to be like, because it was that conversation you and I had where you're like, I yeah. think I would really like it, but I probably like I won't watch it because this, this and this and it's a cartoon and whatever.
2: Right.
1: And then I got in my head and I'm like, wait, would he love it or would he not? I don't know. And so I had to rewatch it and I loved it so much that I didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> what was your
0: confu- uh, Your conclusion? Would I love it or would I not?
1: Oh, I think you would love it. It's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> and especially their ongoing jokes. I think you would really appreciate oh, cool. like their are running jokes.
0: Yeah, the you know, we talked about the voice of the character mm-hmm. in this one. I think Archer's got a, such a specific and unique voice mm-hmm. as like like an intelligent idiot.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You know, like this just douchebag guy. Mm-hmm.
2: Total uh, douchebag. <laughs>
0: with incredible wit. Yes. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see why I would like that.
1: <laughs> He's very charismatic and just like amazingly talented for no damn reason.
0: and such a douchebag
1: and such a (laughs) douchebag yeah it really is like
0: (laughs) all right yeah that'd be fun
1: yeah um all right so i think that's all of the categories now
0: oh yeah we got
1: them out of order but for you it was not it it was a swing and a miss
0: no 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 that's putting it too strongly too strongly yeah it was a you give it a couple episodes like that's what I'm getting the sense that this is a give it a couple episodes. Okay, of so
1: it's a couple because Cobra the quality Kai.
0: was there, and when when we dissect it and realize, mm-hmm. okay, all these things were very deliberate. Like they yeah. were laying a lot of groundwork for understanding a much bigger story. It's so, like, well, I like the actress a lot. I mm-hmm. think she's really compelling. I think her interaction with her sister is super compelling. I think the godmother is mm, like like unappealing but compelling. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah, I want to know. It's like a stinky thing. It's yeah. like a
1: Ooh. Oh, you have to smell it to know it smells yeah. bad.
0: <laughs> smell this. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. this is so gross. There was a lot of elements in it that I liked. There was nothing that I specifically didn't like. Yeah. It just didn't make me want to watch more because it confused me, I guess. Yeah. Um, But you could see that since it's it's being pretty artfully woven, the mm-hmm. narrative is being you know artfully woven, that uh, it's probably going you know it's going to retain the same quality so it, if you're correct that there's a lot more to it than that that we're just scratching the surface of this is clearly going to be a good show because it has a lot of good pieces in it mm-hmm. she's great um the storytelling structure is really interesting it just didn't complete the circle in this yeah. episode
1: that makes sense hmm <laughs>
0: do we have an email that people could or like something like that Can absolutely go trash talk us
1: absolutely questions or concerns uh, pilots the at gmail.com pilots the podcast at, gmail. G-mail. Dot com. Com.
0: Pilotsthepodcast at gmail.com that's pilots the at gmail.com
1: and then if you want to find any of our other stuff i direct you to our website which has all the other links at pilots the cool totally um, <laughs>
0: And okay so is that the preferred way that people should trash talk us is through email?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you get us through, you know, Apple Podcasts, please feel free to rate do us there. You have like there. a Facebook page? You can find us. Oh, we that do have a Facebook th-
0: page. Yeah. Oh, I need to share that. Still. Mm-hmm, That's right.
1: You sure do. But yeah, I um I will direct to the website because it has all of the links and I don't have to list off the, you know, many ways you can find us there. I promise there are big icons for the social media (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the ways you can find us.
0: Cool.
2: All right. Thanks for listening. And this
1: is Pilots.